Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen, and I really like playing around on this new mic. I listened back to the previous episode, and I believe the sound quality is far superior than what it was before, and that's kind of what my hope was. And not only the sound quality, but I love messing around and changing my voice and hearing the difference and whispering. This is what the kids call ASMR. Maybe I should try my luck at the ASMR on Twitch. All right, enough messing around with that. So we're going to go with part two of popular fitness questions, piggybacking off last episode. Last episode, I believe we touched on three separate fitness, popular fitness questions. And I think I want to continue on that path. And the next one I think in in the logical progression would be people wanting to know how many times they should work out per week. And this is like anything else. There's no black and white answer. There's, there's always room for interpretation based on who you are as a person, what your needs are and what your goals are. So first things first, I want to state that I believe that you should be active every day. And being active every day not only will help with physical appearance and weight loss, which will also help with health concerns, but it also helps with making you feel better. And if if you're in this mode or if you're in this mood of not having the greatest of thoughts or if if you're in this funk, let's say, sometimes going outside and, and soaking in the sun and just going for a quick walk makes all the difference in the world. And I know it sounds corny, but it really does make a difference. I I notice it with myself specifically when I'm in these moods where not the world sucks, but I'm just, greens aren't as green, reds aren't as red, smells don't smell as good. It's everything's not very fun. Getting outside and going for a walk can make a world of a difference. So I, I would suggest that you stay active daily. Now, as far as strength training may go and vigorous exercise, it really depends on your goals, your body, your any any conditions that you may have. So for me, I, I really listen to my body as far as with my arthritis. I there I most weeks I have goals of training four to five times per week. And there's some weeks where it ends up only being two or three times because I am feeling a little bit extra or feeling a little bit more locked up in in specific joint areas. So I don't want to push it and I don't want to set myself up for a risk of a further injury. And if you are a beginner, I would suggest starting with two to three days per week of strength training and filling other days in with casual walks jogs, whatever, whatever your, whatever your mode of cardio would be on top of that. What that'll do is it'll give you time to rest. It'll give your time, your muscles time to, to relax a little bit. And one thing that I really stress to my new clients and how I set up my programs is I don't like, I know some people want soreness and I know some people think that if they're not sore, then they didn't get a good workout, but that isn't the indication. Soreness isn't an indication of a good workout. And what I really try to do is to ease into the soreness because sometimes inevitably it's going to happen, but I don't want it to be so bad that people want to take a week off because they are so sore. Because the whole point of 
a fitness program or exercise in general is to do something, any activity that you can consistently do over the course of time that, that helps you get towards your goal. It's not going to happen in one week. It's more than likely not going to happen in one month. It's something that you can sustain long-term. So if you're just starting out two to three days of strength training, and it doesn't have to be super heavy weights, it can realistically be anywhere from three to six exercises in the range of eight to 15 reps per per exercise and do that for like three sets each. That's all it is. Just like I said, listen to your body, do what is best for you and what you think is best for you and build into it. And before you know it, after one month, you might be doing more weight. After six months, you might be changing up your your strength training days to where you might, instead of doing full body all the time, you might adopt a, another day or another two days and end up going four to five times a week. But it's not trying to be perfect from the get-go because that is what robs you of progress oftentimes is trying to be perfect with everything. I've always said I didn't gain my extra weight overnight and although we we always want to to lose it overnight, the best bet is actually a slow, steady pace. And the cliche of the tortoise and the hare, slow and steady wins the race, that applies here too. It's it's something that don't burn yourself out over the course of one week. Because if you burn yourself out over the course of one week, you're not going to lose that extra 15 pounds that you've been looking to lose. It's Those 15 pounds are going to come off in more than likely in three to six months, just depending on, on how much body weight you're carrying. So that's my recommendation just a couple times per week, especially if you're, you're starting out and taking it, listening to your body and taking it, easing into it and not, not trying to build the perfect program from the start. All right, next question. Should I eat late at night or is it bad to eat late at night? And most times this question is coupled with, should I eat carbs late at night? If you've tuned into this podcast before, or if you've seen any of my, any of my social media content, it doesn't matter when you eat or what you eat. It just matters how many calories you're eating over the course of the day, over the course of the week. Just like fitness, your weight gain, your weight loss doesn't come from one meal or one food. It comes from consistency over time. So you need to consistently eat. If, if weight loss is your goal, you need to consistently eat under your maintenance calorie. And over the course of time, you will lose weight because energy in, energy out. So as long as your energy output is greater than your energy input, and energy is calories, so calories burned. So burning calories will lead to losing weight. Now there's other factors that go into how you lose weight, your muscle mass, your age, your sex, your height, your weight, and genetics play a part into that. But based on your genetics and based on what you need to do, you can set that own your own calorie goal in order to lose or gain weight. So eating carbs late at night, it might reflect in the scale early in the morning, but the only reason that is, is carbs tend to help you hold on to water, which water weight is not the same as fat weight. So that's why fluctuations that you might see from day to day isn't necessarily fat gain. The fluctuations are typically, one, because you're holding on to gunk in your stomach, whether that means that you have to take a dookie or you did eat more carbs and you're holding on to more water weight, or for some women, they're on their period. There are 
a multitude of factors that play into the scale weight that can fluctuate from day to day. Somebody, I weigh right now around 218 pounds. I can see a fluctuation from 222 all the way down to 215. And I know my true weight is somewhere in between there, but when I see the fluctuation up to 222, I know when I tell myself that I shouldn't freak out. Now, if I'm consistently weighing myself, and this is why for most of my clients, I talk about doing daily weigh-ins is because what you end up doing is you see the trends over time. I actually just had a client this morning that hit a new low and he had told me yesterday or the day before, he said, I'm expecting it to happen today or tomorrow. And what happened is it happened tomorrow, which is actually today. And the reason he knows that is he's been tracking his weight consistently every day since I think the middle of January when we started. So he's been doing it for the past couple of months. So he knows those trends. He sees those spikes and he doesn't freak out. Even though internally we all freak out a little bit of, I just had a good day or I just had a good three days. Why am I seeing my weight go up? There are many there are many factors that, that play into it. Stress can even play into it. So don't freak out. Just stay consistent over the course of time. And going back to the original questions, eating late at night does not matter as long as your calories are in check. And it doesn't matter if it's carbs, proteins, fats, or alcohols. The scale weight, the fat weight that we are looking to lose is not just the water weight. And that's oftentimes why keto works at the beginning is because a lot of people, they deplete themselves of the carbs. So a lot of people lose that water weight and they see that big drop off to start, which motivates them to keep going. And oftentimes when they get back or when they fall off the keto diet and they put, if they go to a birthday party and they have some cake and all of a sudden their carbs are back up. So when they start drinking more fluids, their body's going to hold onto that water. So they might see that fluctuation up five pounds the next day, which then they tie directly back to the cake and they think, oh my gosh, I just gained a lot of weight. This keto thing doesn't work for me. What am I going to do? No diets work. And they start freaking out. And that's why I think that you need to choose a diet that works for you over the course of time, not just something that works in the short term. Now, if you have like a beach vacation that's coming up, yeah, we might uh, trim down your carbs as far as to help help you look a little bit flatter, to lose a little bit more of that that uh, water weight. But we're not we're not looking for a week. We're not looking for a month. We are looking for the next six months. We are looking for the next year. We are looking for the rest of your life. Something that you can sustain for the rest of your life. Something that you don't hate. Waking up the next day or waking up in the morning and thinking, "Oh my gosh, I can't eat anything I like, or I can't drink any pop because." Everything is bad for me. There's Nothing is ever good for me. So eating carbs, does that make you gain weight? Eating late at night, does that make you gain weight? Eating too many calories over the course of the day makes you gain weight. And the last one that we're going to talk about today is what is the best form of cardio? And I'm sure you're going to be able to guess that I'm not going to give you a straightforward answer. But the best form of cardio is the cardio that you enjoy. So if you're choosing to do cardio... You can choose the treadmill, you can choose the choose the elliptical, the bike, the rower, anything you want. Some people choose to dance, some people choose to go to Orange Theory, or some people choose to play basketball. Do the form of cardio that you hate the least. Because if you don't like cardio, that's not really fun. What I want you to do is I want you to enjoy working out. I want you to enjoy fitness. I want you to make it fun. I don't want it to just be dreadful going into the gym. Do things that you like. 
So what makes you want to go back? So what makes you enjoy the body that you're building? So what makes you enjoy the way that you are feeling? With kids, it's eat your vegetables, but they hate their vegetables. It's no fun. It's not fun battling with them. Why, why would it be fun to battle with yourself on, on what form of cardio to do? I'm not saying that strength training is for everybody, although I think everybody should strength train. But I'm not saying that my method behind it is the correct method. Because I think the correct method is the method that works for you. And if you hate the treadmill, if you hate the bike, if you hate the rower, if you hate the elliptical, go dance. Do something that you enjoy. Just be more active. We have to change our ways. We have to start doing things that are different because something that I learned, I, I didn't gain weight because I was being active and being healthy. I needed to change my ways. I needed to change something up. And I, I enjoyed working out from the get-go. I enjoyed running because I enjoyed the challenge. I, I enjoyed the challenge that I posed to myself. I hate running on the treadmill. But I actually love it because I love challenging myself. I love pushing myself. I love seeing what I can do. I love, I love listening to my head and hearing myself try to talk myself out of why I should run. And I, I love hearing myself and that, that little devil on the shoulder that says, oh, you don't need to go anymore. You've already worked out enough this week. You can just stop right here. But then I have that internal struggle to where the, the angel on my other shoulder is saying, don't listen. They're just trying to be tempting to you. It's just trying to get you back into your old ways. Those are bad habits. It's this constant battle that we all have. But the fun thing is, about it for me at least, is realizing that and improving on it. And I'm a very slow, like I'm a very slow, I'm a dip my toes into water type of guy before I jump in. I have to test it out. And that's, that's who I am. And I know that. So with cardio, it choose what works for you. If you don't like cardio, don't do cardio. Just stay active. Play with your kids more. Go, with, go on a bike ride with a friend. Do something that you don't actually think is cardio. Like I said, I, I wasn't going to give you a straightforward answer. I, I never am. It's open for interpretation. What works for you? And I think that's where, where we are going to wrap the episode up at. As always, if you have questions, justin at philosophical.com. Uh, follow me on Facebook or like my page on Facebook, Justin Kristen Fit. Realistically, I'm here to help. So even if you don't want to hire me, I really don't care if it's something that I can help you with. Something that I learned over the past week, no, not the past week, but something that I've thought deeply about over the past week, I guess, is I went to help my buddy who broke his ankle. And I went up there and he's he's prideful, but he let me come up there and help him out as far as, well, just making sure that he was comfortable, he could get home from the hospital, etc. And when I left, he had sent me a text and he was very grateful. He, he said, Justin, I really appreciate you coming up. It's, I, I saw a whole new, whole new side of you and he was just very appreciative. And realistically, it, it meant the world to me, but realistically, I didn't do it for that praise. I did it because I knew that he would do the same for me. And I know those relationships and doing the thing that's not very fun, but being there for people that, that need you there, it's the same reason why taking my son to school is not fun, 
but it, the reason behind it is I care about him deeply and I want him to be the best person he can be. So that sacrifice of driving to and from school, even though it's not very close, it, it wastes about an hour of my, well, an hour each way because it takes about 25 minutes to get there and 25 minutes to get back and then just depending on drop off and pick up. But it means something to me. It, it gives me that meaning. And it's something that I don't, I don't like doing the task itself, but the meaning behind it is great. And I try to make the best of it. So I pop in an audiobook. I just try to make the best of the situation. And same thing goes with my friend who I went up there to see it. It wasn't because I like driving. It wasn't because I like taking care of people. Because I, 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 I like taking care of people, don't get me wrong. But I don't, I'm not a gore guy. So anything that has to do with like blood or broken bones, like that, that freaks me out. But the reason behind it was I knew, one, I knew he would do the same for me. And two, what I tell myself, what I tell myself are, what I tell myself of who I am as a person, I need to match that up with my actions. Because otherwise, that's where I've noticed that I create friction in my life. That's when I get in those depressive moods of when I am telling myself that I am a good person, I am a good friend, I am there for people when they need me, and I I want to show it through my actions. As long as my actions match up with what I tell myself, that's that's when I believe that I succeed the most. And that's how I measure my success. I don't measure my success based on finances. I don't measure my success based on how many clients I have. I measure it based on intrinsic factors. And I think that's hopefully what I am sharing with you guys. And that's hopefully what one person can take away from this podcast is that the success is not based on how many cars you drive or how big your house is or how many friends you have or how many likes you had. What is success is the success is my morals and and my values lining up with my actions. And when I hold the door for somebody, I don't hold the door for a thank you. I hold the door because I want to hold the door. I could hold the door for 10 people in a row. And if not one person says thank you, I don't blame any of them. I I actually probably feel even more satisfied with myself. Because I don't do it for the praise. I do it because I tell myself that I am that good person. And I do have slip-ups, don't get me wrong. I'm not a perfect person. I have slip-ups. But something that I've learned is not everything we do in life is stuff that we'd like to do. Sure, I could just walk out the door and not not care if I hold it for the person behind me. Because I could probably do something better with that 0.2 seconds of my life. But that's not what it's about. It's the same thing going to pick up my son from school. It's the it's the meaning you put behind it. All right. Now that we went on that other little tangent. That's where we are going to wrap it up. So email me, justin at philosophical.com. My, I, uh, you can check out my website, philosophical.com. It's, I need to get better at updating that so it's a little bit more enticing. And we will talk to you guys next week.